Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. We have this image in our gospel today of this boat out on the sea, and the disciples and Jesus are in the boat, and the boat is rocking. And as the boat rocks and it begins to take on water, they become terrified. And that fear kind of engulfs them. And they don't know what to do. We all have these storms in our life, don't we? These times when our boat starts to rock. And what do we do with that? We sort of have two choices, I think. One of them is to succumb to fear. And if we think of succumbing to fear, it's almost like falling backwards. The more we allow whatever it is that's concerning us to uh, sort of take over, we begin to see that we're focusing on that issue. And most of us are trying to figure out, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this, right? And the more we rely on ourselves, the less we're thinking about God being in that boat with us. And sometimes we literally fall over backwards with fear. I always think about the other gospel story where Jesus calls Peter out onto the water. And Peter is doing pretty well until he takes his eyes off of Jesus and he begins to sink. That's what fear does to us. I've been doing a little rocking myself uh, these last few hours. We have our new grandson with us for the first time overnight. Uh, I've talked about him before here. His name is Hayes, and he's all of four weeks old. And Grandpa was up with him in the early hours of the morning trying to calm him down. And I got to tell you, I'm a pro at this. I've done this a few times, right? But I love rocking a baby. And there's something so peaceful and beautiful about rocking a child. Because there is this trust. The baby I'm holding is just trusting that I'm going to be able to calm this storm. And I'm going to tell you, we had a few storms this morning. He wasn't going to calm down very easily. But I kept rocking him. And I kept talking to him. And I kept holding him. And eventually, the storm passed. And he went to sleep. And isn't it just like that for us with our relationship with God. He just wants to hold us in those storms and gently rock us and bring us to peace again. And if we think about fear as kind of falling backwards, we might think of faith as falling forward into the arms of the one who can always calm the storm. Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. So I want to ask you this morning, what is rocking your boat? What is making you nervous or anxious or afraid? What's occupying the space of your thoughts as you worry about or think about a problem or a situation in your life that you're trying to solve. For some of us, it's money. These have been tough times. Or it might be a job, or family, 
or illness or worry? What is that storm that's stirring in your heart? I want to share with you a story this morning. And it's actually the story of a movie that my wife and I watched uh, just in the last week or so. And I think we saw it on uh, Amazon Prime. And the movie is called A Smile As Big As The Moon. And it's a beautiful story about a man's ability to go through the storms of life and come out on the other side and do something pretty amazing. So this is the story of a special education teacher. He teaches children who have various learning problems and kind of a wide spectrum of kids in this classroom. And in the mail one day, he gets a brochure about space camp. And he immediately thinks of his kids, right? And he thinks, wow, this would be so great for these kids to be able to go to space camp. And so he brings the brochure the next day to the classroom and he tells the kids about space camp and they're just excited. They're all excited and they're like, wow, we want to go to space camp. That may not have been the smartest thing to do right out of the gate, but that's what he did. And the kids were excited and he was excited. And so he has to surmount some hurdles to make this happen. And the first hurdle is the school principal. He goes into the principal's office and he brings the brochure and he's all excited and he says, I want to take these kids to space camp. And the principal says, are you crazy? These are the kids that uh, you just took on an outing to the planetarium and they misbehaved and they disrupted the whole planetarium and I got these calls. No, 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 this is not a good idea. Well, the next hurdle is the school board. And he finds a couple of friendly faces on the school board and they're kind of like, well, you know, if the principal says it's okay, I guess we can, we can go along with it. Well, then he picks up the phone and he calls the director of this space camp program at NASA. And Dr. So-and-so says to him, we don't have a program for children like this. Do you understand what this program is going to require? There were literally months of preparation for this program. Things that the students had to learn, lots of reading and lots of lessons. There was going to be competitions at this program. And they didn't feel like these students could cut it. They didn't think it was going to work out. Well, eventually, this principal surmounts each one of these hurdles. The principal is on board, the school board's on board, and he talks the director of this space camp program into allowing him to bring his students to the space camp. And so everything is going along pretty well, and they're raising money, they're having bake sales and doing all these things. But in the end, they're, they're just a few weeks from when they're supposed to go to this camp, and he's only got about $2,000 raised. And they needed $50,000 to go to space camp. Well, now he starts to get worried. The storm starts, right? He's thinking, oh my gosh, these kids are all excited. They've done all this preparation. And now we're not going to be able to go. How am I going to tell these kids that they can't go to space camp? And so he walks into a local restaurant called Bob's Burgers. 
And the owner owns nine Bob's Burgers restaurants all around in the region where the school was. And Bob says to this teacher, why didn't you tell me you needed this money? And Bob hands him a check for $50,000. And they put those students on a bus and they went to space camp. And not only did they go to space camp, those students placed within the top three in every competitive event at space camp. Now, they were competing against students who were supposedly much smarter and much more able than these students were. But you know what? There are some amazing discoveries. As these students were pushed and challenged, these talents came out, unbelievable abilities that nobody knew these students had. And you know the most amazing thing that happened? That program at NASA now has a special program for students who have learning disabilities, all because of the faith of this teacher. He went through the storm. He had faith, and God granted his request. Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. Those words are from a contemporary Christian song by a young artist named Scott Crippane. And I've listened to this song several times this week, and it's a beautiful song. And I want to read just part of the refrain of the song for you. And these are the words. Sometimes he holds us close and lets the wind and waves go wild. Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. My brothers and sisters, we all have storms in our lives, things that are rocking our boat, causing us to be worried and anxious and afraid. And when we fall backwards into fear, we forget that Jesus is right there with us. Sometimes that rocking boat can cause us to doubt that God is really there. But he reminds us, I am with you always. And so what is it that's rocking your boat this morning? Was, what is the storm that's maybe bubbling up inside of you? I want to ask you to do this with me for just a moment. I want to invite you just to place your hands out like this, like you're holding something in your hands. And I want you to imagine that whatever it is that's rocking your boat is whatever you're holding right there in your hands. And I want you to imagine now that Jesus is standing right in front of you. Whatever that worry is, or fear, or terror. And Jesus says to you, my child, I want to take it from you. 
I want to take this problem out of your hands. Oh, my child, why are you afraid? Why are you worried and anxious? You didn't need to hold this storm all by yourself. I want to hold it with you. You are my beautiful child, whom I love more than anything in the world. Surrender this to me now. Let me just hold you in my arms and rock you, my child. Let me hold you until this storm passes and fear and worry is gone. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Amen.